Welcome back to Trip Talk Tech. Man, I was going through my Gmail account, just my random personal account. And what I noticed as I was going through, I saw like a bunch of what they call phishing emails, right? Now, it's crazy because I, I don't really go into that email account much, but when I do, I'm checking it and I'm seeing, I'm like, man, that's 10 or 12. And then I look, hit the forward button and it's like 10 or 12 a day. So I figured, I was like, look, if I'm going through this, I know y'all are. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk real quick about fishing. Number one, what that is, and then a couple ways that we can prevent it. What is fishing? Like really, what is fishing? It's kind of like it sounds. If you ever been fishing or if you know you got family members that been fishing, you know, sometimes when you fish, you don't catch anything, right? You throw a cast out, you throw some, you throw your rod out, you throw your hook out and on the hook, you bait it and you throw it out there and you're waiting to catch some fish. You're waiting for somebody to bite the hook. You're waiting for somebody to take that hook. That way you can eat some good fish that night or some seasoned fishers and I didn't fishermen and I didn't get this when I first started going out. Some people will go out to a new spot, cast the rod, sit there all day and don't catch anything but be totally happy because just like fishing and cybersecurity, even if you don't catch the bait right away, you're luring your bait, you're understanding your environment. You understand, well, it's rockfish here. So I gotta use a specific kind of bait to get that person. Or, hey, over here is this type of people. So I have to use these type of baits to get this type of people. And sometimes I just have to throw my rod out in the ocean and see what comes back. And that's what fishing is. It's kind of either A, they're going to take the bite, or if they don't take the bite the first time, you ever been fishing and then you see your rod kind of like dancing, and you know they're kind of playing with it or they're eating off of it or playing around to see what it is, it's the same thing with fishing. So, again, when you hear fishing, it kind of sounds the same. It's spelled different, P-E-H-I-S-H-I-N-G, I think, um, versus the other fishing, but kind of the same concepts if you want to put them together like that. So, at the technical term with this fishing, it's more like internet fraud, basically. You got someone who is doing these fishing tactics to eventually, or in the fish, impersonate someone that you know, that you love, someone that's close to you, um, impersonate your boss. If you're at work, I'm sure you got some corporate uh, uh, safeguards, hopefully, in place. and. And again, if if you, you know, whatever your position is, if you're in HR, they're going to come at you uh, based on some HR stuff. If you're in IT, they're going to come at you based on some IT stuff. Um, if you're in engineering, it's, it's keep going down the line. But today I wanted to kind of help the regular everyday person that again, you don't go to work, you don't have this going on. You might have a small business. You really don't think about this stuff because you're trying to make some money. You're trying to keep, keep it moving, but obviously, Sometimes it's people steal your information or steal your data and you go to apply for credit somewhere and you find out, man, you brought a Zales diamond ring. When did I do that? Or I brought two new iPhones that just came out, but I have the old iPhone 7. So again, you got to look. I understand we running around, we moving around. All I'm doing is trying to just give you a little bit of help in that movement to, you know, again, be able to just stop and pause for a second. Is this legitimate before I give somebody all of my information and then waste three to four months to try to get things straight? Cool. So 
we're going to go through this list. We're going to go through three things that we can use to protect us against fishing. Number one, recognize a fish by the urgency of the email. So if you're reading the email and the urgency of it is just like, hurry up and buy, or hurry up and do this so you can get this, or hurry up and you got to make this decision because if you don't, your account, it will be closed tomorrow. Urgency. So if you see urgency, that should be a first red flag. Like, hold up. Is this legit? Like, who is this person sending it? Why is it so urgent? Why I got to move today, right now? Give you an example. They'll send the email from Walmart, right? You've won a $100 gift card. Cool. That's what's up. But when you open the mail, it says you won, but you got 24 hours to get in, hit this link. The second thing we talked about as far as fishing. And once you click this link, it takes you to a fishing website, which by the way, grew three times the amount they were before the pandemic, which was only a year ago. and was like, went from 240,000 um, fishing sites out there to now almost up to 700,000. So again, a lot more fishing sites because a lot more information is to be had and a lot more people giving it point blank. Right? So, but again, so again, it goes to the fishing links. And then once you go to the fishing links, it'll probably present you with a fake page that looks like Walmart. And we're going to talk about how to discover that, but it looks like Walmart. And then you put in the information and freely give it to them. And then while you're waiting on that email to receive your gift card, the process is in motion to start using your identity against you. So just be careful for that because again, that urgency is just like in everyday life. When people try to hurry up and rush and make you do something, it's probably not right. Only thing I could think of like that when I was younger, funny story, we used to go to the mall and, um, you know, we hang out. We ain't really had no money or anything. We just hanging out, kind of shooting the stuff. And, uh, you know, that the jewelry guy come up to you out of the, out of the craps of the mall. And he just come out of nowhere, got a jacket full of cold chains and stuff. You know, you want the gold chains and how much? And, you know, he'd say you something fake for about 50 bucks and you ain't got time to work them down because he's telling you it's stolen, it's hot, it's da-da-da-da. So you got to hurry up and make a decision. And you usually do and you usually get got, right? He had fake stuff. He had a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, he he uh, just had things already ready to go because how you know? Your friend comes up to you, say, oh, I just caught one of these chains. Oh, for real? Yeah, man. How much? $20. So, yeah, don't get got out there. Urgency will make you do something a little faster than what you want, especially inside where they're trying to get you. Again, they know your attention span is short. That's, that's a proven fact. Probably click this video if I already. But if you listed, lasted this long, you'll see that the urgency is to get you to react very quickly, and then you out. Cool. So watch the urgency in the emails. That's one big thing to work. Watch efficient. You see urgency, just take two seconds, back off, take a breath, see what's going on. Number two, the thing we need to do, number two, is just pay attention to the domain address that's in the email. And at the end, I'll try to put an example up like a real example, but really pay attention to the from address. 
So if you hit reply, if you see something again, and we're going to talk about this in the next one, but if they, well, if hackers impersonate me to do the fish, Hey, such and such. Hey, what's up? It's Keith. And I wanted to know if you was going to the concert this evening. And you're like, well, dang, that is Keith. Cause how did, how did he know I'm going, he must know I was going to the concert, but how did the hacker know? Just looked and you posted something last week. Happy to have getting tickets to the concert. So now he knows you at the concert. Maybe he's on your Ticketmaster account and he want to take the tickets from you. But you think it's me. And then I say, well, look in the email, the email comes across as me and it says, well, look, since you're going to the concert tonight, let me hook you up with free parking. All I need is your Ticketmaster account so I can switch it over to you. Just log in here, log into your Ticketmaster. I make a fake Ticketmaster page. You think you're logging in the Ticketmaster. And then when you, when you log in, you actually gave me your credentials. And now I can take your tickets to the show tonight. But how do you pay attention to the links? If I hit reply in a reply field, it'll be me now in your two field. Just make sure it's my email address. Make sure it's ktrip at triptalktech.com. If it's not, if it's ktrip at triptalktech.xyzn.com or if it's ktrip at anything other than just triptalktech.com or whatever domain you should be expecting from your friends and family, it's, it's a fake. Don't go. And if you see if they send a link in that email, again, pay attention to the domain. Take your mouse. You can do this on the email address too. Hover over the name. It'll tell you the firm address before you hit reply. If you don't want to hit reply or open the message, or if you open the message and you see a link in it and it's saying, Hey, this is a link to Amazon for a free gift card. Or this is the link to Ticketmaster because I'm giving you free parking. When you hover over that link, go right to the very beginning. And if it don't have that domain name in it, so if it's Ticketmaster, it should say www.ticketmaster.com forward slash whatever. You don't care about after.com, right? But if it says anything like this domain or uh, ticket, ticket mass or ticket master is with an S, you got to pay attention even to the small spelling. It's not Ticketmaster and you're probably going to a fake site, giving them the information that they want and probably setting yourself up for some cyber crime for somebody to take something. Like I said, that ticket scenario is very real. It happens all the time. It happens with um, Amazon accounts. It happens with Walmart accounts. They get it real quick. And once they got it, can't get it back until after you notice it. And then as our results showed earlier, you normally don't notice it until about four to five months after your information is already out there. Suggestion number three, when looking out for fishing, I think this is a, a major one. Watch what you post. It's weird. I mean, I know we know about creeps out there and things like that, but it's not even about being creeps. It's really about cyber crimes and they, they're criminals. They just now don't have to be outside. You know what I mean? So they really criminals. So you got to think like a criminal. You know, if you post that picture, at your birthday party, scan it before you put it online. Scan to see who's in it. Scan to see who's in the background. Scan to see if they can see exactly where you're at. Stop using your locations. 
again, they know exactly where you are so they can piece things together in the email to make it seem like they were there, to make it seem like they're warning you about something before you get there, or to just know what you're doing or how you associate. So again, if I set up that email to send to you to get some info out of you, I know the last place you did a party at. So I'll just send an email from that, quote unquote, from that spot you went to the party at and just say, hey, we had a problem with your payment. Can you please uh, click this link so you can put in your credit card information and we can get the payment for the party? Or I could say it the other way. Hey, we overcharged you. We need to refund. Nine times out of 10, as soon as I say refund, you're not even going to read the rest of the email. You're going to give me the information. So watch what you post. Your dog pictures, your pet pictures, they have dog tags on them. People are really expanding the picture to see your address, to see where you live. And then after that point, I only need your social security number and I can get any line of credit I want if you got good credit. Even if you don't, if you got bad credit, even if you, I'm taking against, shots against your credit. That goes against you. So again, protect your stuff, protect your space, watch what you post online, watch you setting your locations, watch your comments, watch who you love and who you, you comment back to, because that's how a, a, a fisher or a person sending that phishing email can pick up on, hmm, that's his cousin, that's his sister, that's his brother. That's somebody he's close to. That's that's somebody they really associate with. Because once they find that out now, and I'm sure you've seen this on Facebook, they'll send you a friend request from your cousin, from your brother, from your sister, from your cool person, from that your day one, from all of these people. And then they follow it up in, in the inbox with a DM like, hey, I need this. Can you send me this? Can you support me with this? You think you support your people. You see your people's like, man. That was love. I, when I uh, you asked me for that, that was good. But you never sent me the stuff. What you talking about, T? You ain't never sent me nothing. So they get the best of us. And it happens all the time. All I'm trying to do is just give you some things to look out for. So if we read crap, again, fishing. It like you like now. I'm sure you probably at the end of this video thinking, dang, it's a little bit more prevalent than I thought um, in my life every day. Um, so just three things to think about. You don't have to trip um, again if you're a small business or if you're a corporation. Obviously, um, I'm sure if you're not already doing it, it's some spam filters out there that'll definitely help out in this cause. Obviously, it's some internal things you could do. Cybersecurity programs, um, annual programs, semi-annual programs that you can run just to make people aware so they can see it, be get used to seeing them and be able to, to step accordingly. But if you are just, just a regular everyday person, I'm telling you, if you take some time and just do these three things we're talking about, number one, watch out for urgency in the emails and texts and anything. I'm telling you, I've seen the text. I've seen the phone calls. They'll call from social security and say that your social security benefits are about to be shut down. You'll get a letter from the IRS. You won't get a text telling you to come in or call this number. Because as soon as you call the number, what is the first question they ask you? What is your social security number? That's a no-go. All right. Suggestion number two. You got to pay attention to that firm address. Hopefully, I put it up in the corner. If not, I'm just pointing for no reason. That firm address is important. 
with the firm address, I know that I'm sending it to where it's supposed to go and not to some random person who's impersonating, which phishing is, somebody that I know through electronic communication. Suggestion number three, watch what you post. You gotta watch what you post, watch your location. And I'm sure a lot of you guys already know that, but again, people that are gathering information on you, if they don't already have it, they can get it very easily by scraping your social media, anywhere that you post, they can kind of piece your life together, piece things together about your life to get the information they need to maybe take some of the stuff they want from you. Some of the things that you worked hard for, and I know you don't want to give to anybody. So that's it, man. I thank y'all for listening today. Thanks for watching Trip Talk Tech, y'all.